I see the brave and the strong, blind and wise. Do they hear their father hear the deep sigh now? I'm trying to walk like a man with a firm mind made up. I know that the Pharaoh's armies they got drowned in a sea one day. That's what so bad. Father, heave a deep sigh now. Well, I'm trying to walk like a man with the firmest mind made love. I know the Pharaoh's armies could drown in the sea one day. Thomas Kyler is the head of Huber a band from Finland which earned for their debut album four stars out of five in half of the Finnish music magazines. The other half gave the full five stars. Unbelievable! Completely irresistible! And maybe the best Finnish soul album ever! was the enthusiastic reaction of the media. And the album does get you. A perfect blend of powerful songs and outstanding music. After all, 11 of Finland's best musicians were involved in the birth of Huba. Huba started with, uh, after I had uh, some songs together, I asked a pianist friend of mine to uh, form a duo with me. And I had some songs which were in a genre of retro soul mainly. He convinced me that it would be a good idea to actually put together a proper lineup in a tradition of soul music, which means the horns and all background singers and such. So that's how it grew from a two-man band into a 11-member band. And being the uh, actual organizer of, of the whole whole uh, 
show was quite tricky because most of the musicians were quite much in demand, very busy people. So just a simple thing as just arranging a rehearsal at some particular month would be maybe one week's project with all the text messages and phone calls. So it was quite frustrating at that times to kind of run such a big group. But then in life situations it does pay back because there is a different kind of wipe to it when you have really a big community on the stage. Thomas also likes to include the big community into the creative process. The band gets the songs in a rough form, just a few bars and the chorus. Each member is invited to contribute to the final arrangements. Of course I might have strong opinions and uh, most of the times I do get my word across if I dislike something, but not always and I'm not a dictator and and I wouldn't want to be a one because it's a more satisfying process when these things are gonna spontaneously and collectively worked out. The interest to play music was initiated through his father, who loved the records of Bob Dylan and the Beatles. Thomas learned a few chords on the guitar when he was 14 and was completely amazed that he could sing many songs with just a few chords. And pretty early on I also then started trying to write my own songs and again Bob Dylan was a big influence. I was trying to write songs his style. He was using these cryptic lyrics where you really couldn't tell exactly what he was talking about and I found that very fascinating. So after Bob Dylan, uh, the maybe next big thing was was the Beatles, along with many other artists. But the Beatles then again were another kind of inspiration because they used so much more advanced harmonies, fascinating chords. I mean, they had songs that are, in a way, very simple melodies, but very original, very kind of um, unique kind of comp- comp- compositions. So then around about 15, age of 15, when I got a um, a big book of all the Beatles songs as as uh, for guitar, with the instructions for guitar, that was a big inspiration to be able to play all those strange chords they were using. Wouldn't let that 
It's the woman who brings the soul. Give it the bubble and love within his head. Give it up. Give it the bubble and love within his head. Give it up. Give it the bubble and love within his Although the Beatles and Bob Dylan inspired Thomas to play music, they had nothing to do with his decision to create soul music. 
I really didn't get into uh, soul music or I should say Af- actually Afro-American music, which is I think a big body of music, which uh, includes the blues, the rhythm and blues, gospel, soul, jazz. Uh, I think they're just one package. You can't really separate them from one another. But anyway, I I, um, I had always kind of been going around this type of music, but never actually really finding it or really getting into it until uh, until actually I started to meditate, doing Satsa Yoga meditation. And through actually Satsa Yoga meditation, I uh, I also learned to appreciate Indian classical music. And though some people might disagree, I, to to my opinion, there were some similarities in the Afro-American music, in the aesthetical approach, at least. There is a similar kind of stress on using a simple, or possibly using a simple basis for a melodical in- improvisation, especially with the voice. You can have the uh, just a major scale, and from that major scale, with using all these bends using your voice naturally <clears throat> the way it really actually is when you're talking not 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 like opera singers or not like bollywood movie singers but really using it in a in a in natural natural relaxed way i i found there were similarities and uh, as i mentioned earlier on i had been into uh, complex harmonies and like combinations of melodies and and interesting chords and this type of stuff and i had always felt that music that is going around the major scale is somehow very boring but um i think actually with the insight of meditation i learned to see that the beauty of actually building from the simple basis of a raga or just a major scale and what you can do because the possibilities are limitless so so i think that's Slowly, slowly, as I somehow started to appreciate Indian classical music, I also began more and more appreciating the Afro-American music. The meditation also inspired him to write the opening song of the album, Mary. The words are not his own. They have been written about 200 years ago by William Blake, one of England's greatest artist and poet. I did feel a little bit uncomfortable in using a poem by such a great genius especially in uh, soul music uh, you can't underestimate the importance of using the right kind of phonemes the song mary came about i happened to have a book of poems by william blake and i kind of randomly almost found this mary poem and with that poem i tried to like kind of construct the melody and uh, it came out sounding pretty much like curtis mayfield and as much as one can sound being a Finn and uh, from a different background and uh, since Curtis Mayfield is often talking about social injustice and this particular poem in my opinion is also kind of touching a point like this maybe from a different angle I thought it just sort of adds up quite nicely Sweet Mary The first time that she ever wasn't there Came to the ballroom among the fair young men animators round the phone, and these are the words upon every tongue. Now these are the words 
Conscious delight to augment with sweet smiles the jaws of the night. No one blushes to own the rest of the day. That a sweet love and beauty are worthy of a game. Sweet man, the first time that she ever was a thing. Came to the ballroom among the fans. In his songs, Thomas tries to share his understanding of life. He introspects, learns, overcomes and gets in return a bit of enlightenment, which he tries to express in his lyrics. It's not so much the idea that the words should stand out on their own, but that they should really like ring in the music. I don't mean that the uh, words don't have any importance, and uh, personally I wouldn't feel comfortable in uh, writing music which doesn't reflect things that I relate to strongly and uh, in my life the the main focus point is definitely Sahaja Yoga so uh, all the blessings and all the insights and and all the kind of expansion of the senses to quote William Blake all those things I would like to somehow give a little little kind of uh, hints about what it really can be That might sound seriously, but Huber isn't that serious. After all, the name Huber is the Finnish word for swell, 
a bit of a corny word, which isn't so much in use anymore, but Thomas always feels just swell when he plays soul. Music which goes to the groove, keeps it simple, gets to your heart and makes you jump up and dance. I wanted to choose a bit of a silly name just to kind of make sure that it doesn't get too serious at any point. Also, well, other other aspects of the name are that it's a quite a short name, so it's kind of easy to remember. Also, maybe abroad, hopefully, if there's any need for it to be remembered abroad. And also, this, this corniness of the name, at least in Finland, has this effect that it does stick to people's heads a bit better. They are kind of talking about this band that they do like, but which has this really stupid name. In summer, Huba can be seen at a few festivals, Unfortunately, these festivals are all in Finland. So for us here, in good old Canada, there is no other choice than to download the album from the iTunes music store. Well, unless, of course, if you have the opportunity to fly over. The summer here is very beautiful, so so maybe hopefully even some just from across the oceans might end end up here and maybe we'll meet in the Pori Jazz Festival or somewhere else. That would be very nice. Do you need a soulful song? Hey, catch to heaven. Do you need a soulful song? Hey, Do you need a soulful song? Hey, catch to heaven. Do you need a soulful song? Give me the beaver. Don't care about the bone, don't care about the bone, don't care about the bone, don't care about the bone. 